right. This is uh, Jennifer Hill, and I'm back with episode uno. Episode one of Don't Get Offended. So today I had a training for work, and then I actually worked outside. I worked out outside, and that was a terrible idea. But then I committed to it, so then I just couldn't go in the gym because they have they had a cool little workout thing outside. So I was like, well, I already said I'd do it, so here I am in my own head. So today's topic I wanted to touch on or rant on or just discuss or talk about. Um, what's the word I would call it? like permanence or this idea of once you have an understanding of something that you'll always have that understanding. So I guess for me, I would say maybe everybody experiences this, but this idea that once I reach this moment of enlightenment or this moment of understanding what things mean and why I am the way I am and why I have the relationships I have, the job I have, the things I have. Once I understand that, then I can change it or I can change it and I'll never go back to thinking the way I thought before. And that is false. (laughs) Life is long days are long well you know it's all relative but you you have these moments of clarity or moments of understanding why things are the way they are in your life or why you behave a certain way or why you were in a relationship with a certain person or what lessons you needed to learn and you think that you've grasped it and you think you've like all right now I will never make that mistake again And that is not true. And that's what, that's where we have to be gentle with ourselves. And that's where we have to realize that just because we understood it at one point and we forgot it, or maybe we, we have to keep reminding ourselves and keep remembering these lessons. It doesn't mean we failed anything. This is not a race. This is, we're all learning and we're all growing. So that's what I really wanted to talk about today. And I I don't mean to sound so general, but I guess I wanted to generalize it so people can understand it from their own experiences and, um, and get, or get it, I don't know, whatever. For me, it's, it's always been about weight loss and, and understanding my relationships with people and why I am the way I am and why other people think of me certain ways and why I care so much about what other people think. And I don't always, because that's, there's, I don't always care what people think. And a lot of times I don't give a fuck what you think, but there are times when I do care and I care a lot and that's, that's okay. That's what part of being human is. There's no, There's no perfection to reach. There's no like, I've, 
reach this pinnacle of, did I hit a button or something? My voice changed. I reached this pinnacle of understanding something. So now I don't ever have to learn that lesson again. Can you hear me? I don't know what just happened there. Sorry. So back in, I mean, I touched on this on my Instagram before, but back in uh, 2000, I think 15, I don't know. I moved to Alaska for like the second time in my life and I was 32 years old and I thought, well, why don't I try to lose weight and chain and get healthy and get fit or whatever, whatever my initial goal was. My initial goal was to lose weight. Let's not fucking lie about it. Let's get real. Okay. I don't give a fuck about body positivity because I wasn't in that mind state. I was like, I want to not be a size 18. So that's, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I love my size 18. Okay. Um, that's just the reality of it. That's just what it was when I was 32. I'm not saying any, I'm not judging anybody. All right. Don't get offended. I'm just saying that's for me and my personal experience. So when I was 32, I decided to try to, um, really not give up and try to like, you know, get into this working out and changing my lifestyle and thinking of things differently and my relationship with food and my, and going to the gym and blah, blah, blah. And I was like on it. I mean, for a solid six to nine months, I was, I lost a lot of weight. I was eating six fucking stupid fucking meals a day. And I was like, all right, I figured this out. But guess what? It, if you don't change or if you don't decide in your mind that you are going to love yourself no matter what, then it doesn't really matter what lessons you think you've learned because it's always going to go back to the root problem. So yes, I wasn't giving up on myself. Yes, I was trying for those six to nine months. Yes, I was like, I was feeling good. I was positive. I thought that I would never fall back into like old habits or gaining weight because I understood it now. So I'm good. I get it. But girl and guys, it's not about getting it. It's about, how do I say this? It's about absorbing it. It's about understanding it, chewing it, rolling it around your mouth, <laughs> gnawing on the idea, if you will, gnawing and embracing it because it's not about the weight loss. It's not about restricting yourself or whatever. This doesn't have to be just about weight loss or changing your body. It's about accepting yourself where you are in your life. And even if that means you're in a place where you're not accepting yourself, it's just being in that place and not beating yourself up when you fall backwards. That's the, the idea of like having this, like that's where permanence comes in when nothing is really permanent. You're, you're never going to have it all figured out. You might have moments where you have, where you do, but then 
you, like you're going to go back because there's valleys and peaks and lessons and you and old habits die hard, boo boo. And lessons that you've had from your childhood and behaviors you've had from your childhood always come back because that's life, baby. And you got to just be okay with that. Am I okay with that? I don't know. I'm 36 right now at this moment while I'm talking about this. Yeah, I feel okay with that idea. But tomorrow I might be like, I hate everything. And that's just the way life goes. And if you can find some way to practice being in the moment, you know, meditating or journaling or deep breathing or taking up yoga or whatever it is that holds you in place or that brings you to the present state where you can be like, all right, I'm okay. My feet are on the ground, like my grandfather would say. Where are you two feet? Now put your head there too. I mean, don't bend over and put your head on the ground, but I mean like be here now, you know, be present and be kind to yourself. We don't have to have it all figured out. So moving on from that is I think that a lot of the times we get the whole idea of permanence, right? Things being permanent or th under thinking that I don't, I can't find the right words. It's just that thinking once you've learned something that you can move on, you don't need to learn it again. But there's so many layers to life and so many layers to just relationships and the way you think and your own spirit that, that you're always going to go up and down. It's like a spectrum. You're going to learn. You're going to unlearn. You're going to forget. You're going to remember. That's all a part of it. And a big part of a big reason why we get stuck in this idea that we need to have things figured out is because we listen to what other people tell us. And even if they're not saying it, their behaviors or the way they interact with us is they're sending us signals and we take them in and we either consume it and absorb it and decide that that's right and that's true for who I am. Or we remind ourselves who we are and we, we're brave enough to live in our truth, whatever that truth is for your own life. It's probably a good idea to write this, write things down before I start these podcasts. Because I've, as usual, I've gone off the rails, but I think I've stayed pretty steady course with my topic. Um, I think that from when I was a child, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, because it's fucking human nature is our parents, our siblings, the people in, in our immediate family give us context clues into how important we are and how much we matter in the family dynamic and in just in general and growing up. Things we say, things we do, do you matter? And those are clues you get. And then that energy you receive back from your mother or your father, you know, etc. And you take that with you as you grow up and you kind of attract other people as you learn and grow and change and evolve and then go backwards and go forward and go because it's all a spectrum, a nice little back and forth thing where we're never fully realized because that's a part of being a human being. We're in a physical body. We're humans. We're not these enlightened angels beings yet. 
then you attract people like that into your life and you'll attract, you know, obviously good friends and good people. And then, but the majority of how you feel about yourself, how, the majority, the strongest feeling you have, whether you feel worthy or unworthy or wanted or important or what you have to say matters, then you'll attract those type of situations in your life with, that either reinforce that belief that you're not worthy or reinforce the belief that you are worthy whatever's stronger in your being and then one day there's a reckoning and you decide fuck it i don't i am important i am worthy and then things start to change in your life you know the secret the universe but if you find yourself having the same types of relationships with this with the same types of people it's you honey it's you it's not them if you feel this person's treating me like shit it's because you feel like you deserve to be treated like shit. You're not walking around thinking that. You're not like, I hope this person treats me like garbage. But it's a learned behavior from your childhood. We all have like an inner child who believes she's worthy or believes she's not. And then we, we're like subconsciously feeding that out to people for them to treat us the same way. And they're doing that to us too. So however we treat them is it's vibrations, baby. I mean, do I understand all of it? No. Does everybody? Maybe some people get it. And I get it on some, like, I get it on, like, a feeling sense. Like, I understand it, the vibes. But, you know, I'm not an expert. But I do know that the same types of things in my life or experiences happen over and over because it's something inside of me that I'm attracting outwardly. So, did this go off of the permanence? Yeah, that's because when you change what you, good job, Jen. <laughs> when you change the way you think and believe what to be true about yourself, you change the people in your life, the experiences, the jobs, the material things. It all changes because you start to change inside. So I've, like, I think that, how do I explain this? Like, I've been single right now for probably my, basically my entire life. Because any real relationship I've had was not really beneficial I guess it was just always like um abusive I guess you could say <laughs> how funny is abuse oh my god so the 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 first real relationship I had was in college well I mean in high school I dated a guy in high school into early college and then I dated another guy at the end of college and those were two of my significant relationships my, that molded me into what I thought I deserved. And I only attracted those because of, you know, how I grew up. I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like I was the apple of my mother's eye. I mean, we get, you know, my mother's funny. I get along with my mother now as adults. Um, but, you know, she didn't know what the fuck she was doing either. She was like out of her mind. She had three kids. She was in her 20s now. So, you know, you get that idea that, you know, your mother's frustrated she doesn't like you. She doesn't really want to have kids. So then 
you know, your father's not around, whatever the case may be, then you, you're in your teens and then you attract, you know, I attracted this douchebag of a guy because it, that's what I believed I deserved. Not consciously. Again, it's not like I was walking around like someone treat me like shit. Can someone treat me like shit, please? Thank you so much. So no, that's not what it was. So I, I was in this relationship with this kid for however long I was. And I spent so much of my time just like trying to make him happy. Ugh. I mean, I was 16. What the fuck did I know? I didn't even know myself. I still don't know myself and I'm 36. Um, what, what's going on here? What's this? And then um, at the end of college, I attracted, I dated this guy who was really really a piece of shit. I mean, I'm talking like verbally, physically, emotionally, mentally abusive. And I was only with him for nine months, maybe. And I was like, there's people that, for a side note, there's people that stay for their whole lives because those are fucking scary ass situations. And they like, you know, I don't want to trigger anybody, but you know, if you've ever been in one, I don't know if it's a fucking rite of passage to have to deal with these douchebag men who treat you like trash. Once again, we attract them. But, you know, that doesn't take the onus off them for being assholes. But um, I think that I, when I realized that maybe, well, actually, I didn't realize it until I had talked to a girlfriend of mine who was telling me that, you know, we attract men. We attract what we believe we're worth, which is what I've been saying. But I didn't. It doesn't hit you until it hits you. You're like, wow, dude. Yeah, I was a size 20. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but that's where I was in my mind. I was not healthy, happy, and loving my body, okay? I was busting out of size 18s, size 20s. I mean, I remember bending over to put my foot up on my knee to tie my shoe, and I literally exploded out of my jeans. The seams of my jeans ripped open. So there was no body positivity there. I wasn't loving that. So, uh, yeah, so I, this guy just was a dick and I just, after we broke up, you know, I thought, oh my God, that's, he treated me exactly how I felt about myself, but you don't realize that until like you're in the clear, you don't have time to realize it in the commotion, but when you're like in it, you're not like, oh my God, I get it now. No, you look back and you, you know, learn these lessons but I was beating myself up. I was feeling bad about myself. I was feeling unhappy, unworthy, and not deserving of anything, you know, good. And that's exactly what I got. You know, like they say in The Secret, ask and you shall receive. And that's what I was putting out there. I was putting out mad negative vibes. And that is a no bueno. Is this the no button? Let's see. That's fucking lame. I wish it was like, meh. But it's not, so. That's what it is. <sighs> okay, we've been, uh, I think I wanted to take a sip of water right now, but I don't know how that's going to go over on the airways. So I'll just, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm going to, okay. Stand by. Because I moved it. I had it. And when I learn how to edit... I can edit this shit out, like drinking water and stopping and starting. Maybe I could just stop it right now, but I'm not. So what I guess I want you all to understand 
you few people, is that you were never going to have it all figured out, and that's fucking okay. And if you can take that, you know, well, I guess I'm coming up with something right now, that idea of that diet that people do, 80-20 or whatever the fuck, people have something to say about everything that you eat and how you eat and when you should eat and if you should eat and blah, blah, blah. I'm so exhausted by it, but there's like a 80-20 rule. If you eat healthy 80% of the time, you can eat like shit 20% of the time. So it's like if you can be mentally and spiritually healthy 80% of the time, then give yourself the grace of feeling bad 20% of the time. And, you know, you know, I'm not, obviously there's people out there with personality disorders, mental illness, and anxiety, depression. I get it. I'm not saying like, just fix yourself, you know. Uh, I understand people struggle with that. I'm not, like, forcing anything on you. I'm just saying for the, you know, bouts of da depression or sadness that you feel, that it's okay, that, you know, it doesn't have to be a permanent state of being. And it, because nothing is permanent. And even if you feel like you've been in bed or you feel like shit for, like, a whole week and you think, I'm never going to get back, you do get back because... Nothing is permanent. You know, I'm just repeating myself. And I guess if you can accept that, that none of us have it figured out and we're all in this together, then you could just breathe through feeling bad and breathe through feeling good. You know, those deep breaths and being like, if I feel bad today, I might feel bad tomorrow. I can't predict it, but I know right now where my two feet are, I'm okay. My heart is beating I'm alive, and the thoughts that are in my head are just thoughts. So I can, in one ear and out the other, or whatever you may do with it, just don't let them reel you in and keep you stuck. Yeah, so I guess um, the uh, length of these tend to be about 20, 20 minutes. This is the avenue we're going in. I know I've repeated myself a ton, so bear with me because we're just getting started here, folks. We're just getting started, and I don't know all the fucking answers, okay? I don't know all the answers. I know nothing. I know n no things. One thing I know is that I know very little. So you don't have to fucking listen to me if you don't want to. Okay, I think I've said of nothing of actual substance, so don't take notes. But just remember to do you, boo-boo. And that life goes on, days are long, life is long, and that you're, you're apt to forget lessons that you thought you had fucking figured out. And then you're you're apt to remember them too. And it's all gravy, baby. That's what life is about. I waited so long to start a fucking podcast because I, first I get stupid anxiety over the thought. I once read Amy Poehler's book, Yes, Please, but she said it's not the, she was quoting somebody else, but I can't remember who the fuck she was quoting, but she said it's not the thought of the thing. It's the doing of the thing. And that's, because the thought of the thing isn't the thing, people. It's the doing that's the thing. So here I am doing. 
the thing I thought I couldn't do. Why? Because I thought, what the fuck do I have to say? Does anybody give a fuck what I have to say? And you know what? Maybe some people do and maybe some people don't, but why does that matter? From Why does that stop me from putting a microphone in front of my fucking face and giving myself an applause? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm so mad I waited so long to do this. So today was also just an impulse kind of idea that I wanted to talk about because I wanted people to know that we're all we're all floating around on a dust bubble and we're all learning and growing and there's no right way and as long as you fucking do the right thing or try to do the right thing and educate yourself and learn and all that jazz then you're one step ahead of the game as long as you don't treat people like shit and even if you did treat people like shit you know find them and apologize or put them in your prayers and apologize or forgive yourself for being in a bad stage of your life you know we you know what I mean so um, that's uh, episode one of Don't Get Offended, and thank you for listening, and thank you so much for caring about what I have to say. And um, I will, episode two, I will actually take one of the suggestions that I have written down and maybe actually do a brain map and write it out and not just rant aimlessly. Um, and then, you know, we'll go from there. Thanks again for listening. And uh, if you didn't like it, go fuck yourself, okay? All right. Bye-bye.